You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) as a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations. You played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Delilah. Thank you for stopping by. I have put together some of my favorite radio moments here to share with you on our daily podcast. So what in the world is going on in your world? Is there something that's tearing your heart apart? A situation that just doesn't seem to have any resolve? No matter how you say it, no matter how you try to talk to somebody, you just go around and around and around and around in circles and you don't get anywhere. I hate it when that happens. Do you know how many years of my life? Like if I could take all the years of my life, all the hours that I have spent talking in circles, arguing with somebody who doesn't get it until finally I go, you know what? You're not going to get this. So I got to set a healthy boundary and say, this cannot be a part of my life anymore. But I always seem to get back on that, that treadmill and try to talk somebody into realizing they're being a knucklehead. If you're on that treadmill, step off, jump off, go the other direction, okay? And find some peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace in your heart, peace in your home. Hi, welcome to The Delilah Show. Who is this? This is Brian. Hi, Brian. What can I do for you? Delilah, I need some motherly advice. All right. Tell me your Delilah dilemma, and I will give you my best insight. So me and my wife have been married two years. She's the love of my life. She's my best friend. Um, 
But both of our families hate each other. My mom hates my wife. My mom's done a lot of awful stuff, so we've had to do away with that. Um, nieces and nephews have been awful to my wife. They didn't show up to our wedding. They support each other, but they won't support us. And um, my wife's best friend, who is her niece, said that life is better without her. We forgive them because that's what we are taught to do, but we're just struggling with the pain because we see how they support each other and all that stuff. Um, my wife's sisters, they won't help us. They just want us to be fake and just kind of move on with things. But we're stuck. We're really hurting. And I don't know what to do for my wife. And I don't know what to do for myself. Uh, but we have each other. But it's still hard because we just, we're, we're stuck. We can't move forward. So why, why is the family at odds with your wife? Because of me. They hate me. Your family hates you? Yeah, her family has hated me from day one. No, you said your family, your mother hates her. Why? She doesn't have a reason because she's taken me away from her. Yes, I don't, I don't really know. Um, How old are you? I'm 40. My wife's 30. So, Delilah, I, I have learned that my mom's a narcissist. My sister's a narcissist. My dad's an enabler. So I've had to separate myself from that. And then... My wife's family, they just don't like me. Like, I, I've been struggling with cancer, and they say that my cancer's not serious enough because I haven't lost my hair. Like, they've just been really, really cruel to us, and uh, we're, our minds are blown, and I don't know how to move forward. <laughs> well, you, you just move forward. You don't have a choice, it sounds like. It sounds like you both have kind of jerky families, and that's unfortunate, but they're not going to change. That's the way they are. You're not going to change them. How do we move forward from the pain? That's, that's what we need to do. It still hurts. We watch them, how they, how they support each other and stuff. But why? Why are you paying any attention to them at all? Because they're not paying attention to you. Why are you even thinking about them at all? You're right. Are they spending any amount of energy worrying about you, thinking about you, caring about you, reaching out to you, connecting with you, following you, supporting you? Yes or no? No. Okay, so why are you spending any energy watching them, thinking about them, watching them interact with each other, watching them connect with each other? Why? Why would you even waste a breath on people that clearly have hard hearts? You're right. <laughs> yeah, this is why you, yeah, you're right. They have shown you their true colors over and over and over. Yes or no? Yes. So if you're thirsty and you are dying of thirst and you see a well and there's a big sign on it that says this well is dry. Are you going to go stand at the well and try to draw water out of it? Or are you going to go to a well that will give you water? Going to go to the water. So they're showing you that that well, their emotional well, the emotional well of their hearts is dry. So don't go to that well. Don't stand at that well saying, how come you have water for other people, but not for us? Walk away. Find people that love you. 
The world is filled with fabulous people. Find people that will love you and accept you and encourage you. Thank you, Delilah. You're the best. (laughs) Yeah, don't go to a dry well. I spent too many years going to dry wells going, why can't you just love me? Because they can't, okay? They can't. For whatever reason, some people can't love me, and that's their loss, not mine. Thank you, Delilah. I'm going to share this with my wife, and we're going to move forward. Thank you so much. Good luck. God bless you, honey. You sound like a great husband. You sound incredibly loving and supportive. So just surround yourself with people who will love you. Go to a well that will give you water. Thank you. Bye. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you know the difference between conditional love and unconditional love? Do you want to know what I believe? I believe conditional love isn't love at all. It might be like, it might be a business relationship where you're bartering, but if you say you love somebody, but then you put conditions on it, you don't really love them. You don't have to like what somebody is doing. You don't have to agree with their choices. I've got grown kids that I don't like their choices that they're making. They're doing things that are destructive to themselves, I believe. But I love them. I love them unconditionally. And no matter what happens, that love is not going to change. It's translucent. It's total acceptance. Unconditional love sees the imperfections in another human being and still chooses to love them. You may not be able to stay in relationship with somebody that is being hurtful to themselves or to others, but you can still love them because real love has no conditions. When you put conditions on your love, you don't really love that person at all. Hi, it's Delilah, who's with me on the phone line. Hi, my name is Savannah. Um, I am driving home on my way home from my boyfriend's house. We got in a bit of an argument today. An argument? Um, He has a daughter, and she's 15, and it's not his biological daughter, but she also has a little brother, and he was saying that he would like her to come stay with us when we get our own place and everything, and Of course, that's okay, and this living situation that she's in isn't really the greatest. 
but she also has a little brother. And I asked about, you know, the little brother can come and stay with us too, you know. And he said that wasn't a good idea, that he wasn't okay with it, that that's not his kid, it's not his responsibility. But, you know, growing up, I was in a home where we had a stepfather and his daughter would come. And then we would also take the little brother, even though that wasn't his kid and everything. He's, she, my mom, she was still okay with it. We would go out to outings and do things. And I don't know, I guess it got me a little discouraged when he said that wasn't his kid. And I just wanted to share that with you. I didn't know if you could give me any advice on that. You want my honest input? I do. You will never be happy in a marriage to this man because you have a big and generous heart and you love without boundaries and without borders. You love unconditionally. You don't care about a title or uh, an official position. You just have a generous heart. And he doesn't. Anybody that would say, that's not my kid, so that kid's not welcome, doesn't understand what life or love is all about. That's my opinion. When I divorced my ex... I adopted a child the same age as my biological child. Well, they're a year apart. And when my ex would come to pick up his son, his brother, who I adopted as a single woman, wanted to go. And my ex wouldn't even think about it because that's not his kid. Do you know how cruel that is? Right. It's not fair to the other child, you know? No, it's cruel. It makes him feel discouraged. And it makes the other child feel unloved and unwanted. So my advice would be to seriously think about what you value in life, because it sounds to me like you have a very generous heart and you're a very loving and compassionate person. When my current husband married me, he married me with eight children. And since then... He has supported me as I have adopted six more. None of them are his biological children, not a single one of them. But you know what? He never, ever makes them feel unloved or unwanted or less than. If you want to be happy in life, partner with somebody whose heart is as wide open and generous as yours is. That's my best advice. Thank you, Delilah. Because you're not going to be happy with somebody who is stingy with love. And I agree. We're not married yet, but we are engaged. And I just don't know if I could be with somebody that is that selfish. I mean, I've never been that selfish when it comes to anything. I've always loved whoever I was with. And, you know, I've never dated a guy with a kid and I accepted him and his kids. So I feel like, why can't he accept the other child? Your name is Savannah. You know what that means? I don't actually. It means wide open spaces. And it's perfect for you because your heart is wide open. It's a wide open space. I can tell that. I can tell you're the person that if you went to a cafeteria and saw kids sitting alone, you would be the one to go over and sit next to them and say, hey, what's your name? (laughs) Your heart is your name. You are you it's a wide open heart. You don't you don't judge people by their color, by their race, by their status in life. You have a wide open heart. I can tell that. I can tell that just in talking to you for three minutes. 
And you are not going to be happy if you partner with somebody who does not have the same attitude about love. I agree. Thank you. I just wanted to call. Well, you pro- probably shouldn't have called a woman who has 15 kids, huh? Because <laughs> I don't care who you are, wh- whose parents, I don't care. I just love people. I could care less about titles, about, you know, well, that's not my kid. Really? Love is love. Kids are kids. They need love. Period. End of story. And that's what I agree on. No matter who you are, everybody deserves to be loved and everybody deserves a second chance. Like he's so meant on nobody giving him a second chance. But, you know, that child deserves a second chance, too. That child deserves a first chance. But... My point is this, Savannah, you have a wide open heart. You have a loving, loving heart. And you should never have to make apologies for that or explain it or argue with somebody who doesn't see things the same way. It just broke my heart to find out how selfish somebody could be when it comes to a situation like that. Because I really do care for them. But that to me was just beyond selfish. I didn't know how to comprehend it. Well, you got a lot to think about. You got a lot to pray about. But I would put my foot down and say, I'm not going to have a life where there's boundaries. Not going to live a life where people are put in a box or put with a label and there's any boundaries on love. All right. All right. Thank you so much. I so hope you have enjoyed these radio moments as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. I'll share more with you each weekday on Hey, It's Delilah. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.